his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! Shout out to Young Kyrie. You know. <laughs> Shout out to Young Kyrie. We was in here experimenting a little you bit. Put Godson on there, man. Yeah, we was experimenting a little bit, man. And he he <laughs> wanted to get on there, and he he said it. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, let me turn that to a little drop. I you think you need to play that back, man. We can play that back one more time, man. Shout out to my Godson Kyrie. It's reduced lunch sports. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man, we are back. We are back. We are back. We are back for another episode of the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. I'm your man, one of your favorite sports sergeants back in the building one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr. And this your man, Black, back in another, back for another episode, one of your favorite sports sergeants. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a lot to cover, a whole bunch of cover, a whole bunch to cover today. So we're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it a lot on the docket today. So, uh, as of course, man, you know, um, we're going to start off uh, with our top five segment. You know, it's, it's been rolling real good. And um, last week we did our top five wrestlers. Um, and this week we're going to switch it up uh, a tad bit, man. We're going to go to our favorite dunkers of all time in the NBA, college, and one, wherever. You know what I'm saying? Your favorite dunkers of all time. So, I'm going to shoot it to my man, Black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we're going to give our top five. This is just our opinion, who we enjoy watching and, uh, you know, did something for us. So, Black, go ahead and let us know, man, who your top five dunkers, man. And, um, I mean, I'm tripping, man. Black, hold up, Black, man. I'm tripping, man. We can't be disrespectful to the segment, man. We can't do that, Black, man. Let's, oh, let, yeah, man. You, let's you, do it right. Where the music at, man? Come I'm on, tripping, man. man. Yeah, you tripping hard today, man. My bad, man. My bad, man. I'm kind of sleeping, man. But, you know, we're going to wake up. So, yes, yes, that is uh, the theme music for the top five segment. So, now, Black, let's kick it off to you, man. We're going to give us your top five dunkers, man, who you enjoy watching dunk the basketball, man. Yes, man, I just want to say, man, this is a fun segment. It gets harder and harder every It do. Episode. You, you got to put your work in, you gotta man. You got to put your work yeah, in on yeah, this for sure. But, yeah, man, uh, at number five, I got Steve Francis. If no one knows, okay. uh, I got Steve Francis at number five. Okay. Uh, Coming out of Maryland, man, he just was a high riser. One of the little guys who didn't get a lot of respect for the things he do. Yeah. Uh, in game and and uh and in the dunk contest, yeah, man. He, was, he was in one dunk dunk contest and won it. So, yeah, he did well. Um, I got him at five. At number four, I have Gerald Green. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, he's currently playing for the Houston Rockets, Word. if I'm not mistaken. But one of the best in game dunkers, slam dunk contest. Yeah. 
man, just a high riser. It's it's the the stuff this guy does in game, man. Dunk contest, it's amazing. Right. And then at number three, I have Josh Smith. Uh, they just had okay. something on Twitter about this guy. I think his birthday came up or uh, they uh something like that, and they were just showing old footage uh-huh. of him, man. And it's crazy how much a uh, power dunker and oh yeah, got one of the best windmills, man. In game, like it's it's crazy. At number two, I had Dominique Wilkins. At okay, two. okay, okay. Uh, now we talking. One of the one of the most powerful dunkers. Man. I think he set the trend for power dunking in yeah, my man. eyes. Yeah. As a kid watching this guy, watching him and Jordan go at it, it's just for it's sure. just crazy. For sure. And then at number one, uh, I got Vince Carter at number one. Okay. It was kind of tough. Uh, okay. I I. I Went back and forth with this. I wanted to have a A1 and an AB, but I can't, you know, so. <laughs> but I got Vince Carter at number one. He's the greatest. Okay. He's the greatest to do it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, okay. I feel like I feel like he's set the bar pretty high for uh, Duncan in the NBA. Okay. That's a good list there, Black. That's a good list. That's Stevie Franchise, man. Yeah, I was a fan yeah. of his, man. That was a I good know one you there. was a big fan, yeah. That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, my top five, man. I'm going to go uh, number five, the Rain Man, Sean Kemp. Mm. Um, when he first got into the NBA, man, he was just destroying dudes. Yes, you know what I'm saying? If he was anywhere near the bucket, man, he was gonna drop it on your neck. Yeah, you yeah. know. So Rain Man is uh for me number five, number four, Michael Jordan. Uh, the dunk contest in particular, Jordan. In game, Jordan, he was a good dunker as well. But the dunk contest with Dominique, man, it's it, it, it's so graceful, man. So athletic. You know, they they was before they time. You know, mm-hmm. when they was doing those dunk contests. So, I'm going to go Michael Jordan at number four. Number three, Young Kobe. Ooh. Young Kobe, number eight number Kobe. Number eight Kobe. Number eight Kobe. When yeah, Kobe first okay. got into the league, man, he was yamming it. You know, he got him a dunk contest championship as well. Mm-hmm. But in-game dunking, man, he was letting you have it, man. Yes, he, he was. was. letting you have it, man. Uh, number two, Vince Carter. All right, Vince Carter, he, he arguably is the greatest of all time. And I'm definitely not going to. Argue that in the least bit, man, because he gave us some things just to wow at, you know. And, um, yeah, that's for me number two. And number one, I know my pop's going to feel this, man, but my number one is Dominique Wilkins. He, he, he was the first one to just show raw power, like you said, Black. Just, just jump out of his shoes and just yam it on you. And the back and forth battle between him and Michael uh, I think he got robbed that year against Mike, man. I don't know, man. If I, you go I, back to YouTube and look at that thing, I did. Man. I did. I did. I, I, you probably researched <laughs> like I did going to YouTube, checking some videos. I was like, man, this dude here, man, he is he is crazy with it, man. Him and Mike just went back and forth. So that's my top five. Sean Kemp, Michael Jordan, Young Kobe, number eight Kobe, Vince Carter, and Dominique. Wilkins, man. So if y'all hear this, man, and y'all want to pitch in, y'all want to give y'all top five dunkers, man, y'all let us know on uh on Instagram, on Twitter, or to hit us on the text, you know what I'm saying? Let us know. Yeah, we'll uh, give a little recap are. of what y'all send us, man, on Twitter, Instagram, yeah. whatever it may be. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, man. We really enjoy it. All right, so we're going to move on, man, to our sound of the week. So, so I don't know if some of our listeners listening listen to the Reduce Lunch podcast, but there's a there's a drop that Fred played with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I I went and found the entire link, you know, what I'm saying of Stone Cold uh, with this uh, interview with Ric Flair and the Undertaker, and it's pretty funny, man. Y'all check it out. You're about to hand this man, the Undertaker, a championship match after Backlash. After backlash, 
Why? Because he deserves it. Because he's got that stupid bandana. Those stupid gloves. Does he scare you? Why? I want to know why. Because you ride that stupid bike. Rick, you know what my watch is telling me? It's talking loud and clear. And I can hear it. I ain't got no hearing aids. I got no problem. What? Look at me. What? When I talk to you. What? Is it gonna be Great. stone cold? Stone cold? Stone cold? I said stone cold. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. that's so great. That, man. that 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 was a great one, man. man we, so I just want to say this, man. I know we ain't in our wrestling segment, but man, we had to have the greatest era of wrestling, man, as kids. Like, oh yeah. I think these kids are Yeah, I, man. I, I know they think wrestling is fun now, but man, if they could have seen what we came up on, boy, I'm telling you, man. If they could have seen it. I'm telling you, man. They 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 missed out on <laughs> Yes, they did, boy. The glory years, man. <laughs> so that was Stone Cold Steve Austin arguing why he should get the next title shot. Over the Undertaker. We're going to start posting the Sound of the Week clips on the Instagram. I know I've been saying it and I've been slacking. So we're going to post those clips the day we drop the episode so y'all can kind of see, you know, what we're playing. All right, so we're going to move on into our tweet or tweets of the week. Um, this one right here is going to kick off our, uh, our first um, our first segment. And um, Black, this weekend, man. UFC 245 took place, man. And it was a great card. Man. So I'm gonna read a couple of tweets, man, from uh a couple of a couple of tweets that I've seen. Alright, so this one is from at Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shannon. Uh he's a big MMA fan. Kobe Covington won't be talking for a while since Usman TKO'd him. I'm also sending Usman a cap that reads MCSU make Covington shut up. Uh UFC 245. And he said, oh PS, soup only. For Covington for the next couple of weeks with that broken jaw. Uh, next, I got from a man at first round finish. Uh, funny how Kobe Covington did all that talking. So Usman took the liberty of making him wire his mouth shut. Kobe's not doing any talking now. No, he isn't, Black. <laughs> no, he is not. Kobe Covington is not doing talking. So shout out to Fred, man. Fred produces meat, man. Uh, Fred and Bix, man. Y'all, shout out to Fred. All right, man. So. Let's get into it, Black. UFC 245. Um, a great card. Um, it was a long one. It uh, really was, man. But it yeah. was a great, but it was a great one, man. So we're gonna go right into it. We can go ahead and start with Covington and uh Usman. Uh Black, what you thought about the fight? Uh what was your your takeaways from the fight as well? Man, great welterweight fight, man. Mm -hmm. Great from from start to beginning. Mm -hmm. Each round was entertaining. Like they gave us everything, man. I, I <laughs> Covington, he got hard, man. Yes, he does. Uh, Usman got hard too, boy, because them milk boys was throwing some blows, mm -hmm. some haymakers. Mm -hmm. For 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 those guys to be two of the top wrestlers in the MMA, and we didn't get no wrestling, we just seen straight hands. Stand up, baby. Stand up the whole fight, and it was mm -hmm. it was insane. I'm highly impressed with uh with Usman because I didn't know he had hands like that. I didn't know that he could get down, and he been he been really working on his game though for mm -hmm. as long as he been out. You can tell he been working on some things. Right. But I was highly imp I was I was highly excited, impressed with everything we see from both guys. Uh, I had predicted that Covington was going to win, but mm -hmm. he didn't. Uh, 
him getting his jaw broke, man, it was just exciting. Mm. That fight was everything that you needed as an MMA fan. And for it to be such a long night, that was just the icing on the cake with that fight. It was worth staying up, worth being tired the next day. <laughs> yeah. Because we got a little bit of everything, and it got people excited. I had people coming uh-huh. to me as soon as we got to work the next day. Uh-huh. It was like, E, bro, did you see it? I was like, yeah, yeah man. man, I seen it, bro. So it was a great fight. It definitely was, man. Uh, For me, um, I think it was one of the uh better welterweight championship fights that we've seen. Uh, it's probably up there right along uh, with the best of them, honestly. I think, like uh, Black said, despite how you feel about Kobe Covington, he tough. He a warrior. He game. And he going to get in there. He going to give you everything. And God, that's exactly what he did. I thought that fight was nip and tuck. It was going um, back and forth each round. I, I honestly think all four rounds were split down the middle. I honestly thought we was headed for a, a draw. You know, that's what mm-hmm. I thought we was headed for because I was like, man, I – you know, everyone tries to judge the fight. Everyone yeah. tries to, you know what I'm saying, get a take. But, man, it, I was literally like, man, I don't know who's winning this fight. I don't know because, like I said, it went back and forth. But I tell you what, I want to speak on Usman for a second. For this kid to literally come out of nowhere, like he literally came out of nowhere. And to assert himself and get as good as he has gotten from the total domination over Tyrone Woodley, then he flips around and the, let's let's face it, like the odds were stacked against him coming to this Covington fight. A lot of pick Covington, a lot of people pick Covington to win, and for him to adjust and these guys going back and forth on their feet, and he just turned a switch on like late in that fifth round, and when he dropped Covington, I was like, man, that's a championship gear right there. Yes, it this is. This is deep in yes, this fight. Was. These these dudes been on their feet the whole time. And he drops him, and then he capitalizes, gets on top of him, and gets the late TKO. I was like, wow. I was really, really impressed. It's going to be really hard to beat Kamal Usman and take that bet away from him because we know he a devastating wrestler. We know he can get you down and suffocate you and beat you up, a la what he did to Woodley, a la what he did to Rafael Dos Anjos. Mm-hmm. But for him to have these hands... And he throwing them like he throwing them, moving his head, throwing straight rights yeah, over he hands, over to the repertoire. I'm like, yeah, oh man, yeah. oh man, oh man. So, um, Kobe Covington, like I said, no matter how you feel about him, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy, but I would tell you this: I am a fan of his showmanship. I'm a fan of him. when he get the talking and being crazy, and, and, and he got the media in the palm of his hand. He's a superstar for the sport. No matter if you like him or not, you need Kobe Covington in MMA. Yeah. And he got his jaw broke in the third round. Maybe in the second round, uh, Ariel Hawani from ESPN was saying he think he got his jaw broke in the first round. But yeah. um, I think so, it was I think it was the second round because right. if you go if you if you were really paying attention to the fight, uh, Usman was laying some big shots in the second round. I mean, some big heavy shots, heavy shots in the second round. So right. I believe it was the second round that he broke his jaw in. It, no matter what round he broke it in, yeah. for him to hang in there like he did, he I mean, did. His, his mouth was literally open. The whole, the the whole, whole fight. fight. He the couldn't close his mouth. Yeah. And he was in there gunning it, man. And one of the great fights of all time. Honestly, I hope we get a rematch. I don't think we will right away because there are some people oh, coming yeah. up next uh, yeah. that <laughs> want to get in that mix and welterweight a la Masvidal. Uh, so we'll see. But great fight overall. Won the classics. Very surprised by Usman to show that late uh, gear in the fifth round. So, um, hats off to both of those guys. All right, so we're going to move on to the greatest female fighter living, Amanda the Lioness Nunez. All right, the champ champ. All right, 135, 145 in the women's division in MMA. Uh, she defeated 
Jeromadine, uh, Jer- all right, by five-round uh, unanimous decision. Uh, Black, what you thought about that fight, and what were some of your takeaways with that one? Uh, I really feel like uh, Amanda showed a little, vulnerability, a little vulnerability in that fight. Um, she was dominant on the ground. Uh, that's I feel like that was the difference in that fight. She 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 could take uh, Ramadine down at any time that she wanted. Right. So, but I think when they was up on uh, up on their feet, you know, uh, her challenger gave her some problems on the feet. Yes, sir. You know, with her kicks and you know mm-hmm. her her length. But uh, overall, it I feel like some of, some of the fight was a kind of snooze because she kept taking her down. But uh-huh. it's the game. Right, it is. But she shows once again why she's the best female wrestler of all time. MMA, MMA fighter, women yeah. women's fighter of all time. Yeah. She's. I don't see it's gonna have to be one bad person to take them belts off her. Uh-huh. And uh, but I was I was impressed with the fight. Uh, her challenger, she showed grit, toughness. She went five rounds with with the champ with the champ champ. So, no doubt. Uh, kudos to her. Kudos to uh, Amanda Nunes for uh, retaining what for the. If I'm thinking mistaken, they said like the seventh, like seventh time since she. No, not seventh time. I'm sorry for the fifth time. It's her fifth time. Her fifth, her, her fifth yeah. title's defense. Uh, I think she's like number one right now with that with with this last and, win. Right. Because I think Ronda defended like maybe five three, times. Five, five times, so they're tied. They're okay. Tied, yeah. But yeah, shout out to her, man. I'm looking to see what's going to come up with her next. They really got to be running out of options for her. Cause she's beaten a whole lot of people already. So right, yeah, man. But I was impressed with the fight. It was, it was, it was a decent fight. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think we learned a little bit about a man, a little bit more about Amanda Nunes in this fight. Um, like Black said, Jermaine is a world class kickboxer, world class world champion at kickboxer, and I knew coming to this fight that the kicks and the spacing. Uh, that she was going to give Amanda was going to give Amanda problems. And it did. Mm-hmm. It did. Like It's one thing when you get in there with just a pure striker with the hands, and that's what Nunez basically is, even though she's not hauling home out with a head kick. Like, for the majority, she's using her hands. Jermaine's using the feet, using the hands. She's long. She was taller than Amanda. Gave Amanda problems. But I will give Amanda credit. We don't really see her use her wrestling like that. We don't. We don't see her take people down like that because she's knocking people out. And she adjusted like a champion should. So I know some people weren't too happy with the fight. They thought it was a snoozer. Okay, I understand that, you know, from, from, from a fan's perspective. But overall, Amanda did what she had to do, and she showed that she was superior on the ground. Jermaine had nothing on the ground. She laid there and just got beat up. She laid there and got beat up. Now, a couple times, Amanda, I thought Amanda was going to catch a head kick, an up kick, and I'm like, man, she need to kind of chill. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember in the third round, her trainers were like, look, Amanda, like, no more up kicks. Like, she's throwing them, you know. But Amanda kind of got under control. But overall, uh, decent performance from Nunez. <laughs> All that matters is she's still champion. Yeah. All right. And like Black said, I don't know who they're going to get for next. Maybe they're going to start digging in the, the younger pool of talent to see if somebody's there. And, uh, you know, we'll just keep our eye on what's next for Nunez. All right. So next, man, we're going to get into it, man. This going to hurt Black a little bit, man. I, I, I tried, If y'all listened to the last episode, I tried to tell Black. I told him I was worried for Max Blessed Holloway. And uh, he lost. Uh, unanimous five-round decision to crown a new uh, lightweight champion. Alexander the Great is your new 145, 45-pound champion. So, Black, 
I'm going to let you kind of take it away. I know you're a big Max fan. You know how you felt about the fight. And what do you think about Max in this fight? What did you see? Uh, I seen some bullshit. <laughs> I really did. Uh, you may not agree, D, because you had them pick Max to lose. Pick, pick, pick my boy Max to lose. If anybody knows me, they know I'm, I'm a... I'm an MMA guy. And mm. Max Holloway is one of my favorite fighters in the MMA. Yeah. But I don't understand how you let a champion lose off of leg kicks. I really don't. Mm. He got his legs beat up. and it just, it just blows my mind that you could lose a title like that. But uh-huh. my guy lost. Um, it's a sad day for me because uh-huh. my, he, I'm so used to him having that belt. You know, it looks good right. around, you know, Max Bless Holloway. uh Waste, but the guy was game, man. He was game. He did what he had to do. You know, he kept his leg kicks. He landed a couple shots here and there, but it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max to get his belt back. I'm not worried about that. Oh, okay. So uh, mm. I'm, I'm pretty sure they they're gonna give him an immediate rematch. Mm, okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, but you know, kudos to him, man. He they put on they had a good game plan for Max. And you really don't never see any opponents that Max fight, you know, do a lot of leg kicking, you know, keep his distance, you know, but it is what it is. I'm kind of, I'm upset because my guy lost. It's cool, but it was a good fight, man. Yeah, you know, I um, I was worried about Max, like I said, on the last episode, and Alexander just, just proved why I was worried about him. Like, Max Holloway was exposed a tad bit uh, in that fight. Uh, for him not to check any kicks, he didn't check any of the kicks. He just kept kind of running through them. And and Alexander pretty much just stuck with his game. Like He just stuck with the game because he knew Max was just going to try to just continue to push the pace. And that's what Max was trying to do, but Alexander just went and let him do it. So there was no wrestling uh, from Holloway. And when them legs go, you can't wrestle. So I think Max waited too late to try to get it going. Um, do I agree with the unanimous decision win? No, I don't. I can see why they did unanimous. I kind of think maybe it should have been a split decision because Max had some good spots in that fight. Mm. Um, and they seem to not give him credit for that. But Alexander is a tough customer, tough customer, man. He's good on his hands. He's good on his kicks. We didn't get to see much wrestling, uh, from him in this fight, but he's, he's very good there too. And Dana White's already said that this is going to be uh, uh immediate rematch uh, with Holloway and Alexander due to the fact of what Holloway had done, you know, in featherweight. Like, he won, like, 14 straight at featherweight, man, before he, you know, eventually lost. Holloway's only 28 years old. He's not an old fighter. A lot of people think he's old in the game. He's old in the game, but he's 28. Mm-hmm. Like, he's good to go. I kind of think Holloway needs to kind of – I think he need. I ain't saying he need to switch camps. But he need to go out here and see what else he can add to his game. Because the evolution of fighting, the fighting game, these kids are getting better. The next challenger is going to be better with another skill that Max hasn't seen. See, the thing about champions in the UFC, once they wipe out their class, all these guys have the same set of skills. Until that one different guy comes along, you're like, oh man, what's this? Like, he's he's adding something to his game that no one has in the UFC, and then he becomes champion. Mm-hmm. So, I think Holloway's young enough to kind of make those changes. But, uh, respect to Holloway. I ain't going to talk trash about him because I like Max. But, uh, he should get an immediate rematch. Um, all right, Blake, you got anything to add uh, from UFC 245? Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I'm highly disappointed in – it's two things I'm highly disappointed okay. in. First off, I want to know who the judges was who was judging 
the Covington and Usman fight to have Covington winning the fight, all four rounds winning the fight. I don't know. Yeah, if you one judge had that. Yeah, I don't know if you paid attention to the end when they were going. Yeah, uh, through the scores before he knocked after he knocked them out. Yeah, one judge and had one it. judge. I was like, oh yeah. my god, what were they watching? Mm-hmm. What I were agree. They watching in I agree. There? And I also want to say to uh, the judges, Jose Aldo got robbed. He did. He looked he really did. good to me at bantamweight. At bantamweight, first fight at bantamweight. Yeah. First fight at first fight at bantamweight against one of the top contenders. Yeah, Marlon Moraes. And Marlon Moraes. And he got robbed, man. He got robbed. He he won that fight clearly. I don't I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like he won that fight clearly. I don't feel like he should he was supposed to lose that fight. Yeah, I felt this should have been a split decision win for Aldo. You think uh, so? Yeah, because Moraz hit him with that head kick in that first round. Uh, okay. It was a big kick, and it looked like Aldo was in big trouble. Okay. Like he was, but other than that, I feel like Aldo won the last two rounds. I should have thought I, I thought it was a split decision. So I agree with you on that. Aldo got robbed. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, just want to tip my hat to Uriah Faber, man. You know, he was on a little run coming back out of retirement. Oh, <laughs> but he ran up against a freight train, man. Yes, uh, this, he did. this dude, Yan, I mean, he was playing with him. He was playing with him. And uh, he got him out of there when yes, he was he ready to get him out of there. So, and you're right, he just wanted one last run, just see what he could do, see if he can get his hands on Henry Cejudo because they don't like each other. Uh, but he's not going to get the opportunity now. You know, this, two, this dude, Yan, is going to get the next title shot against Henry Cejudo. Uh, down the line So you know Just tip my cat To the California kid uh, Uriah Faber Alright so that's gonna Wrap up our MMA talk uh, UFC 245 We're getting ready To trans- transition Into the National Football League So we're going to transition into the lead like I once said, or like I just said, excuse me. So black man, it was busy out here yesterday in the league. But before we even get to the league, I don't think we really talked about Lamar Jackson and gave him his proper respect on the sports desk. We've kind of, you know, talked about him a little bit here, a little bit yeah, there. We got into it. We got gave into it a good little beat last nah, week. No, black. I don't think we've talked about this how we need to be talking about it, black. Yeah. Okay. This is history. It is. This is something that we potentially probably won't see again. This caliber of athlete and what he is exactly doing, man. So I do want to start with Lamar Jackson. I ain't talking about the Ravens smacking up the Jets. I want to talk about Lamar Jackson. Of course, the big news over the uh, over the weekend. Of course, he broke Michael Vick's. A single season rushing record. Uh, Vic had it for 1,039 yards. Lamar Jackson currently has 1,103 yards with uh, two games to go. He might only play one more game out of the two because if they win one more game, they're going to clinch home field mm-hmm. in the AFC, and he could ultimately shatter this record. But I'm 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 gonna kick it all black with Lamar Jackson. Like I ain't never seen nothing like this, man. And I really sat with myself to say, man, have I seen another athlete? That just kind of jumps through my TV screen every time I see him. Let me ask you this: I Okay, know are you shocked? I am in the From NFL. I am. You're shocked in the NFL. I see what the NFL do to players. I see how they you, we do. They chew them up and they spit them out. I like, don't think we've never seen anyone as special as Lamar. I think we've seen people. Yeah, special talent. Yeah, he's a very special talent. Yes. And the reason why I say that, like. 
at Lu I didn't put it like this. I'm not shocked that it's that he's doing this. Mm-hmm. Cause when he was at Louisville, man, it was just like he was a kid in the candy store in college. He mm-hmm. could do what he wanna do. Like he didn't have problems out there on the gridiron. And I was like, if this kid can just get his mind right and his body right, mm-hmm. he could really be a problem in the NFL. So I'm 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 not shocked. I'm just like, okay, yeah. So you're not you're doing not, his thing. But I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to No, no, you yeah. good. So you're not shocked at all? Like the way he's doing it, like this is total domination, Black. This, this, this man—they not skipping the beat. They not, and we kind of got, and, and believe it or not, dude, we kind of got a glimpse of this thing last year. Yeah, but we kind of got a glimpse of it last year, and I was like, okay, he got a few things. They was bashing him, you know, he's, bashing he's him good. Yeah, the passing game, the passing game. But you could tell if he if he just work on certain areas, we know he can run the ball. Mm-hmm. We knew him that since college, or even yeah, yeah, yeah. We, if you yeah, want to yeah, go back yeah. and go to high school, you can say he, we knew that since high school he could mm. run the ball. But all we knew, he just had to work on his pass and get his mind right, learn how to read these NFL defenses, and that's what the kid is doing. Yeah, I I was looking at the Heisman ceremony, and I uh, and I just just looking at Joe Burrow win the Heisman. I'm like, this kid is 23 years old in college, set out a year. Yeah. And then I'm looking at Lamar. Yeah. 20, just turned 22 years old. Just turned 22. And re-changing everything. Yep. About this league. Yep. At 22. Yep. I don't know if we have seen a, a young kid his age and with his talent and what he's doing do the league like this. Like. No, we haven't. I'm seeing, I'm seeing guys, man, just want to have, get switched jerseys with him. After the game, just it's it's insane. Like everybody that was a crazy wants, scene after the game. Everybody wants to get to him. Yeah. Everybody. I'm not just talking about offensive guys and the star players of the Everyone. team. I'm talking about nobody guys want to just come get this guy or Everyone. switch jerseys with him. Everyone. Like you don't see this. You don't see this in every football game. Right. You don't see this only when he's when he's on the field against the whoever he's playing against. I feel like the guy's going to be the face of the NFL. I feel like he got his mind right. He's round the and he's round the right coach and the and, and the right group of people in Baltimore for him to be successful. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with it too. But you can tell that he's been worked on his craft, his passing, reading defenses. Like, man, it's it's mind blowing the things that he's doing. Like, it it makes me even want to be a, a Ravens fan. I'm like, man, I want a Lamar jersey. Like, kids <laughs> gonna want you gonna see Lamar jerseys. All over the place, like once the, this guy is, is, is crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, well, you know with Lamar with the jersey thing, it's gonna be like how it was with Steph Curry, like start popping off and making threes. Like you, everywhere you look, you see a Golden State Warriors number thirty jersey. You about to see the same thing this Christmas going yeah. into the new year with a number eight Baltimore Ravens jersey. But to answer your question uh, that you asked me, yes, I I am surprised at the domination so quickly into his career in the National Football League. The last time we saw Lamar Jackson before this season started was in the playoff game against the San Diego Chargers, and he was abysmal. He couldn't complete a pass. He couldn't push the ball down the field. The Chargers bottled him up, and the questions at the end of that season was like, man, this guy's a special athlete, but is he even going to be able to make a downfield pass? That's what they were saying. That's what the narrative was, and rightfully so. This is what we saw in the last 
playoff game. And, man, for him to come out the first game of the year against the Dolphins and just throw for five touchdowns and have a total of six just right out the gate. We ain't know Miami was trash the first game of the year. We didn't. We didn't. This is the first game. But, but for now, he's breaking Vic's single-season rusher record. Oh, yeah. He also threw for five touchdowns in this game. No turnovers. 12 for 23, 212 yards. Just an effortless Effortless performance, man. Dropped 42 on a pretty good Jets defense, man. A pretty good Jets defense. And they don't want 11 straight, bro. 11 straight. And they need one more win to lock up the AFC number one seed. And so they hadn't lost since what? Cleveland, right? I th- yeah. Since Cleveland week three. I think it was week two or week that's, three. They haven't that's lost. amazing, man. And they got Cleveland coming up this Sunday. And they going to slaughter them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so, so for me personally, I was in the Vic era. I saw Vic come out of Tech, yeah. come to Atlanta, you know, change the culture in the NFL. Vic brought that swag. Vic brought that fun to watch uh, element to the National Football League when we just dealing with, you know, prototypical quarterbacks. Vic shifted the game. Lamar's doing that just like Vic did. I love the swag, the chains and the post, the post game. I love the energy, big trust. You know what I'm saying? All the players doing it. Like, those guys got something special in Baltimore, and it's they all do. because of this kid. And shout out to Harbaugh for saying, man, if I'm going to stay in this league, I just let go of my first Super Bowl winning quarterback, Joe Flacco. He gone. If I'm going to stay in this league, I need to get myself together, man. I need to make a move. And he made the move. He got Lamar in there, let go of Flacco, and look at him, man. Just look at him. This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in football. And you know, and you and you want to know what else is amazing to, about this whole thing with Lamar with me is him and Harbaugh. The trust. Yes, sir. You know, coach, leave me on the field. Coach, I we got it. We can get it. Fourth down. We can I get got it. it. We got it, coach. Look at him. When he looked, okay. He trusts his guy. Yes, he does. You know, we used to see these with the Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. and the Tom Brady's and the Peyton Manning's and yes, the Drew Brees's. You don't see a lot of quarterbacks trusted in this league. No. You know? Especially this young. Them. This young. Exactly. Do you not saying that he's not a good talent, I think he's a good quarterback, but do you see do you see Buffalo taking chances like that with Josh Allen? Mm-mm. No, he's a young guy too. Set plays. All these set plays. He letting this guy be himself on the mm-hmm. football field and just play freely. Like, Lamar seemed like he having the, the best fun of his life right now in the NFL. Yep. Like, it's like he just out there playing bike y'all football. Video game, having, man. It's, it's crazy. Like, like you said, D, like, we ain't giving – we no, we're not. And we should be we should be upset with ourselves for not giving the respect that is due to Lamar and the things right, that right. he's doing in this league. Facts. Like – Facts. I'm highly, highly excited to see where this continues to go. They're one of yeah. my favorites moving forward. Like, if yeah. the Jaguars don't get their shit together, <laughs> I'm going to end up being a, a, a low-key Ravens fan around here. <laughs> For real. Like, bro, like, yeah. I'm about everything that they're doing. We always known the Ravens coming up and then seeing them over the years as the okay we can we can manage on offense mm-hmm. and let our defense win win stuff for us. Mm-hmm. Now we seeing a turn. They still have a good defense, yeah. but the offense is potent as ever. Yes, sir. To me, the best offense in the league, hands down. I don't think there's no one close right now. Uh, I don't think it's. I Saints, don't think the Saints I, might got something to say about that. 
You can say the Saints. Okay, that's fine with me. But I think if they were to play each other, I don't think the Saints could would be able to even mess with that. Like we just seen San Fran rip them up decent. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're gonna score. I'm just yeah. saying, like, offensively. Offensively. Of course, yeah. I don't think no defense, like, if you're saying defense, it's like, nah, I don't think there's <laughs> no one really out there who could. I mean, the only team that really gave him a fit was San Francisco. Like, yeah. and, and the elements helped that, too. Not saying San Francisco, San Francisco didn't play well. The 49ers played great, mm-hmm. but that was the only team that we really seen, like, kind of. Him struggle with. Yeah, kind of Lamar, yeah. and, and they won. And he still had a he still had a decent game if you really think about it. And they won. And That's they the bottom won, line. But they won. Man, to me, man, I think the sky's the limit for this kid. Man, he gonna, he's only twenty two years. Old. He's twenty two. Second year. His second year in the league, man. Like it's crazy. Yes, sir. That we talking about this right now with Lamar. I'm not surprised, man. The kid's always been humble, hungry. And then I think when you get looked over as much as he did in that draft, that gives you a chip on your shoulder. It's crazy. All, he making all these reporters and these analysts bite their words. Have to, he making Bill them have Polian. to come back on TV first take. Bill Polian. Uh, all of them have to come back on TV and look Idiot. in the camera and say, I was wrong. Idiot. Bill Polian. You look, you look stupid. Yeah, you look stupid. You need to be a wide receiver or kick return specialist. <laughs> but yeah, he you know. You. He, he making you look really bad. Yeah, I don't think I've seen Bill Polian on TV since. I think my man took a a, a leave of absence since Lamar Jackson been doing what he doing. <laughs> um, let's see here. But yeah, yeah, you know, shout out to Lamar. And, um, you know. We are breaking news into the sports desk. We have breaking news into the sports desk. I say we have breaking news into the sports desk. Drew Brees has broken Peyton Manning's record for the most touchdown passes ever at 540 touchdown passes. We are watching the game live 17 to nothing right now. Well, it looks like they're going to challenge and see if this was an actual catch. So we might have to hold our horses here. So we'll let you know how that go. But we are live right now. Record the sports desk watching this Monday night football game, watching this history. Uh, Look like Drew Brees did break this record. 540 touchdown passes by Drew Brees. Amazing, man. Just amazing. Just amazing, man. And uh, that is a catch, by the way. I don't know what they're reviewing. Yeah, uh, just amazing, man. So, shout out to Drew Brees uh, for breaking the record. All right, so we're going to get back into it, man. So, yeah, Lamar Jackson, man, without a shadow of a doubt, man, we will be watching closely. Uh, No, it wasn't. Oh, man. It wasn't a catch. Wow. I wonder what happened. Was it a timeout called or something? So, all right, well, we'll get some more breaking news because he's going to break this eventually tonight. So, hold our horses on Drew Brees uh, breaking that record. Apparently, it looked like the refs had something going on. We got the TV on mute, so we can't really hear the commentary. Uh, right now, but it's uh second to go. Let's stick with it, man. Drew Brees dropping back the pass. I uh, got it to tomorrow. Like we're gonna have to wait till the second half uh to see Drew Brees break this record. All right. Oh no, the Saints called timeout. Sean Payne said, "Nah, we're gonna get this out of the way." So we'll see. But okay, let's get back to the league until we uh get history again. Uh, we had some big games, man. We had we some did. huge games. Uh, this weekend in the had national a little separation going on here this week in the National Football League, man. And um, we just gonna kick it off, black, you know, to where we need to kick it off, man, in Dallas, Texas, man. Well, it was real. Oh, yes, in Dallas, it was. Texas, man. And you know, how about them cowboys? 
guys. Okay. Okay. Are you allowed to do that to the camera skin? No. The camera. It called for it. Oh, my How about that, Dak Prescott? How about that, Zeke? How about that, Amari? Yes, sir. Shout out to my man's Skip Bayless. You know who rides with me. So let's get into the Cowboys taking care of the Los Angeles Rams. 44 to 21, improving their record to 77. My Cowboys been struggling, man. My Cowboys been struggling. We lost three straight. It was looking crazy. I was very worried coming into this game because the Rams have been playing well, man. Like they have found something with Gurley getting going. They had one, uh, two or three straight themselves. They're still trying to get in the playoffs. I was worried, but we showed up, man, on up all phases. In football, every phase of the game, we showed them. And we took care of business, man. But I I, I want to shout out um, my running backs, man. Ezekiel Elliott, all year long, I've been saying, man, Zeke, something going on, man. I don't see the burst. I don't see the grind. Like, something going on, man. And, and maybe it's because Dak's been throwing the ball a lot more. Maybe it's been taken away from Zeke kind of getting in the rhythm. But they didn't play around yesterday. Zeke, 24 carries, 117 yards on the ground, five yards a carry, uh, two touchdowns, uh, did well. But my, but my, my, my lightning, I think we got a little thunder and lightning going on in Dallas with my man Tony Pollard, you know, the rookie out of Memphis, 12 carries, 131 yards on the ground, 10 yards a carry, and one touchdown. I said, okay, I see what the Cowboys are doing here. With this offense, you know, Dak, Dak was 15 for 23, 212 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. That's where I want Dak at. Once Dak got to throw the ball over 30 times, not to say that he can't. I'm not, I'm not being the guy to say, oh, don't let Dak throw. But you got weapons in the backfield. You arguably got the best running back in football. He hasn't been that this year, mm -hmm. but he's been in that conversation. But once you get that balance going, man, one, one, and here's the thing. Jalen Ramsey took Amari Cooper at the game. Jalen Ramsey took him away. Yes, he, he followed did. Him. everywhere Amari went. There was Jalen. Amari had, I think, like two catches or something like one catch for 19 yards. And the catch that he did call was on the third down conversion to get us down the field to get us in scoring, scoring position that he made on Ramsey. That's it. That's all he had. Ramsey took him out. Mm -hmm. But all in all, the Cowboys did what they needed to do. They got the win. They set up the mega colossal showdown next week in the link. But we'll get to that. But, Black, what you thought about the Cowboys' performance yesterday? Man, I was highly impressed, man. I was highly impressed. Shout out, Papa Gary. With the Cowboys yesterday. Uh, first win against 500 team. Mm -hmm. Second, uh, second, second. second we beat Philly the first time. Oh, okay. No all short right, changes, all right, all right, all right. My bad. <laughs> second win. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I was highly impressed, man. I've been saying it. Anytime we've talked about the Cowboys on our show, I've been saying, why they not giving Zeke the ball? And they gave Zeke the ball yesterday. Yes, sir. Like D said, both of their running backs. And uh, this this Pollard guy. Yes, sir. Um, you, you talk about it and are you really shocked? And, you know, kudos to where he comes from. You know, he's a product of Mike Norvell. So, uh... <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, um, yeah, Black. So, shout out to Tony Pollard, man. Memphis running back, you know, did great things at Memphis. Uh -huh. Like you said, they got they got thunder and lightning now. Look if this like kid it. Can, if this kid can keep it up. So, look like it. Man, it was great to see the Cowboys, you know, a well, they look like a well-oiled machine, man. And if they go into Philly like that, bye-bye Philly. Bye-bye yeah. Philly. Yeah. You I, know, I'm I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the Cowboys, appreciate man. I that think, support. I think they've been going through a lot and 
why not get it together at this time of the year? You're right. Why not get it together? This is the perfect time to do it. It's late in the season. Yeah, it's, it's late in the season. Yeah. It's, this this the time where you want things to start coming together, and they made a big step. They took a big step to getting there on Sunday. Yeah, man. I, I was very su- thrilled and happy to see, and I, I got a little a little uh, uh, a little hate on Twitter. They say I ain't been. They ain't seen me tweet back the Cowboys since Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're right. What I'm gonna tweet? What, what I'm you tweet What for? you gonna tweet for when your team what, loses? That's what. What, what you, you want know me to, what? What you what, want me to do? What you What you want me to come out and say? Oh, we ain't seen your tweet since uh since Thanksgiving. What Where you been at last three games? I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. And you know what you need to ask them, D? What y'all be at when y'all teams be losing, bro? Because y'all don't be tweeting either. With they phone down just like that, just like me. But guess what, Black? I am back. What it do, baby? Yeah, 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 yeah. Believe that. I am back. You know what I'm saying? What it do, baby? All right. So, yeah, the Cowboys took care of business. Colossal matchup, 425 in Philadelphia. Are you kidding me? Next Sunday for That's the NFC Championship. Sunday night. Well, our first game was Sunday night. So, they can't do it. They can't. Oh, yeah, the same man. teams can't play twice on Sunday night. But um, it's cool. I'd rather be at 425 and, and not have my heart yeah. about to jump out my yeah. neck. Uh, so I close, feel you on so that. close to uh, midnight, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so we'll see what happens with the Cowboys. NFC East crown on the line next week. All right, so we had a couple of more big games yesterday. Let's stop by Tennessee and Houston. The Texans prevailed 24 to 21 over the Titans. Uh, this was a pivotal game because the Texans now have the tiebreaker over the, both of the. Well, Tennessee's eight and six. Houston's 9-5. They meet again in two weeks. Last game of the season, they play each other, which could be for everything. But Houston has a one-game lead. Um, This was a grueling game. I was able to catch bits and pieces of it. But this was a smash-mouth, grueling game in Tennessee. I enjoyed the game. Both of these teams was like, look, we not losing, we not losing, we not losing. But Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is better than Tannehill. Watson is better than Tannehill. Watson made the play. Tannehill did not make the play. And that resulted in Houston getting the 24 to 21 lead to take uh take the lead in the uh AFC South. So I want to ask you, Black, who do you think takes this division? Can Houston hold on, or does Tennessee win two in a row and take the division? First of all, I know we're talking about uh Deshaun Watson and the plays he made, but we gotta give kudos to Carlos Hyde, man. Oh, yeah, ball. For out. what he did. He balled. 26 out carries, 104 yards and, on the ground. Yeah. And, and you already know if you're running the ball well, you're controlling that clock. And that's what Houston did. Mm-hmm. Like, opportunities were really limited for Tennessee in that mm-hmm. game. I got a chance to watch a good portion of that game. And like D said, it was back, back and forth, smash mouth. You know, uh, Houston just made one or two more plays than Tennessee could. Right. You know, and, and they shut the run game down. Derrick Henry didn't couldn't do anything. No, no, no. They tackled well yesterday. Yeah, they tackled well. Like, even they were even at the goal line, and Derrick Henry couldn't get in the end zones. Mm-hmm. They had to bootleg uh, Ryan Tannehill out to get a touchdown, you know. But, man, kudos to Houston, man. Um, I <laughs> – it's tough because Tennessee still have big games on this schedule. They go, they got New Orleans, man, next. Next week. So big, they uh, gotta win. They have to win it's that game win. because if they lose that game, it's then it's, Houston it has the division. But if they happen to win that game and then this the that that game in Houston. Last game of the season. It's gonna be the real deal. Cause Tennessee, if y'all haven't been watching Tennessee, they've been on the road. They've been one of the hottest teams for like the last three or four weeks, too, as well. 
They've been on the road since Tannehill took over. I think that's only Tannehill's second loss as a starter yeah. since he's taken over. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been playing good ball defensively. They, they're hearing this is just his time of year. It just wasn't Sunday. Right. He didn't. He couldn't get off Sunday for some reason. But right. kudos to Houston, man, for, for getting the win after coming off a abysmal uh, performance against the Denver Broncos last week. Oh, my God. Just, I don't know what. Later the egg. Later egg. Yeah, I was just like, because I was picking Tennessee in this game because of what I saw against Denver. But It was shocking. We we say it all the time. This is the NFL. You make adjustments and clean up what's wrong, yep. and get ready for the new week. And that's what Houston did. Yep. Yeah. 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 It was a great game, and uh, I love this time you're in the NFL. You know, you're down to the last two weeks, and 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 a lot of teams have a lot to play for. So we definitely gonna keep an eye there. All right. So we're gonna stop by uh, the Buffalo Bills. Man defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers seventeen to ten in a huge game. Both of these teams currently hold wild card positions. In the AFC, and, and, and shout out to shout out to the Buffalo Bills, man. Just just shout out to them. These guys are ten and four, man. Ten and four. McDermott got something going there, man. Yes, he do. He has something going in Buffalo. They, they clinched yesterday a playoff spot. This is their second playoff appearance in the last three years, man. So they got a hell of five good defense, man. And and I'd be remiss, man, if I don't mention the defensive back out of LSU who is just out of his mind out there. Uh, Man, what's my man name? Tredavious White. Oh, yeah. Out of LSU. Insane. I mean, a baller. Yes, he is. He yes, was he is. all over the field, man, last night. Yes, he was. And he got hurt in the first quarter. It stung his shoulder up. The whole team went to the medical tent. This showed me his value. The whole team went to the tent with him because they knew they needed him out there on the field. And he came right back out, grabbed his helmet. Had his shoulder in the harness and went out there and got two picks, man. So uh, the Steelers are not dead yet. Uh, they can still win. They may need a little bit of help and in uh, these next two weeks. But Buffalo clinch, they're in. And I tell you what, Black, we got a lot of winning football teams going into the playoffs. We do. 11 and twos and 10 and fours. Like, we got a bunch of double digit win teams. And, Black, you know, we'll talk about it later, but we are shaping up a. Uh, for a pretty good playoff, man. So, did you happen to catch any of the Buffalo-Pittsburgh game? What's your thoughts on the Buffalo Bills, man, overall? I did, man. I'm highly impressed with Buffalo uh, and the things they're doing. They got a young core, man. And like you said, McDormand, McDormand is building something around those young guys that they have, man. Mm-hmm. That uh, that defensive line is a yes, sir. beast. Yes, sir. That defensive line showed out yesterday if no one caught the game. Like, they put pressure on that young kid, that quarterback for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I just like duck. he couldn't get nothing done, and then like you say, they they top DB uh, stopped the the up and coming little receiver kid they got. I can't even think of his name off the top of my oh, head. Oh, the rookie from Pittsburgh. Yeah, from yeah. the rookie from Pittsburgh. He canceled that out the whole night, and then you know offensively, you know Josh Allen makes plays and does does what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. You know to have the offense uh to have the offense moving. Yeah, James now, Washington. With, yeah. Uh, James Washington, yeah. yes. So, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about Buffalo. They got another big test coming up, but yeah, I Sunday. really believe that they can that they can win that game against New England. We In know Foxborough? how tough we know how tough it is. In Foxborough? We know how tough it is. <laughs> we know how tough it is. It'll be huge for them now. It'll be huge. Because they, they, they that'll be for the division. division. Well, no, they will have to win the last two, and the Patriots will have to lose the next two. Okay. Yeah, okay. they would have to lose the next because they already beat them, right? right. They got the top okay. Break. Okay, yeah. then, but that's gonna be a huge game, man. Regardless, but next I'm, Sunday, look, they well, already they already clinched. Uh, if Playoff. I'm if I'm like a if I'm if I'm a Houston or a 
Kansas City. I may not want to play Buffalo. No. <laughs> no. I may not want to play them. So No, not coming I'm in think, there. I'm sitting here thinking about it like, bro, like, this team ain't no slouch. This that ain't defense no slouch travel, team. boy. That and they defense can, travel. They can they showed that they can go on the road and get big wins. Cause that was a big if you believe it or not, that was a big game last night. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, a huge yeah, game. Yeah. They they had opportunity to clinch on yeah. the road versus a well coached Mike Tomlin team. And they can if they can go somewhere in Houston or Kansas City, man. whichever whichever one they go to. Yeah. Those teams better be really careful yeah, against man. Buffalo. I agree. I agree. Yeah, very very impressed with Buffalo, man. And um let's stop by the Jaguars, man. Um we didn't mention them last week. It wasn't really no need to mention them, but you know, we're not gonna do it like that here on the sports desk. We are from Jacksonville, Florida, Duval County representatives. Jaguars went to Oakland yesterday and shut the lights out. <laughs> Oakland Raiders last game in that stadium. Jaguars went in there and defeated them twenty to sixteen and one of your most ugly games uh, that you probably watch, Garden Minshew, 17 for 29, 200 uh, passing yards, uh, two touchdowns, no turnovers. Uh, he was a real highlight for the Jaguars. Uh, but they went in there and shut the lights down on the Raiders, man. I was really surprised they went in there and got the win because Oakland was up like 16 to 3, something like that, and at, by halftime, man. I was flipping back and forth between the Cowboy game in this game, but uh, just want to say shout out to the Jaguars for getting a win and proving their record to five and nine. It's so funny. I see some of the fans on Twitter. They're like, "Man, the Jaguars need to keep losing so we can keep getting this high pick." The Rams lost. The Rams lost uh, yesterday too, so yeah. we can get a high pick too. So it's, it's crazy true. you say that, bro. It's true. It's, it's it's working out. It's true. It is. That pick is working out for them. It is. It is working out for them. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So shout out. I guess, to the Jags. So, we want to update you on the playoff picture um, in the National Football League. Kind of get you uh, get you guys up to speed what's going on if you don't already know. All right. So, currently, right now, currently in the AFC, the number one seed is the Baltimore Ravens. If they win this Sunday against the Cleveland Browns, they are the number one seed. They have already clinched the AFC North. Currently, your number two seed is the New England Patriots sitting at 11-3. and three. New England got some work to do. Huge game with Buffalo. Uh, coming up this Sunday. Uh, they still haven't clinched the AFC East. They can with a win on Sunday. All right, right now, your three seed is the Kansas City Chiefs. I've been telling people, anybody who will listen, you don't want to play these guys. Mahomes is revving the engine again. He looks healthy. They're running around. Their defense is playing pretty well, shockingly. They are. They've been holding their last three opponents to 17 points. Included the New England Patriots in Foxborough, all right? And then your number four seed is the Houston Texans sitting at 9-5 and five with some work to do to win the AFC South. Um, and your wild card team still currently, still currently, are the Pittsburgh Steelers at 8-6 and six, and the Buffalo Bills who clinched at 10-4. and four. Um, So in the hunt, Tennessee 8-6. and six. The Colts, they might be done down 20 to nothing. The Browns, they out. The Raiders, they out. But they're saying these teams are still mathematically alive. All right, in the NFC, currently your number one seed, the Seattle Seahawks, sitting at 11-3. Man, 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 I don't think nobody want to go up there and play in no playoff game. <laughs> We've seen what happens when, when they get the number one seed. They go to Super Bowls. Uh, they're currently at number one. Right now, you're currently your number two seed is the Green Bay Packers, sitting at 11-3. Both teams obviously have clinched, uh, but no one's clinched their division yet. Uh, Seahawks are still trying to clinch. They got help yesterday from the Atlanta Falcons knocking off the 49ers uh, yesterday and the Rams losing to the Cowboys. 
And the Packers, they're still trying to clinch as well. But both teams are 11-3, 1-2 in the NFC. Uh, your three and your four seeds, you got the Minnesota Vikings, all right, sitting at 10-4. and four. And you have the San Francisco 49ers at 11-3. and three. Uh, You also have the Saints. Uh, they also clinched the playoff spot, sitting at 10-3, looking to wrap up the AFC. I believe they did. I believe they already wrapped up the AFC South. And then you have the Dallas Cowboys sitting at 7-7 seven seven, uh, on top of the NFC so that is your current uh, NFL playoff pitcher. Uh, we're down to the wire here. These games are critical in the next two weeks, week 16 and week 17 of the National Football League. All right, so that's going to wrap up our uh, National Football League coverage. Uh, we're going to be sticking with it, man. We're still waiting on Drew Brees to get this record, man, so we'll see what happens. But until then... stuff right here we're gonna get into right hey it's that time again baby (laughs) it's that time again it's that time again we are talking about the national basketball association and before we get it going talk to him king yes sir yeah i feel after the win i feel great I don't look that great, but I feel, like I feel good. I feel, I feel spectacular. I feel like getting on this plane and sitting down. What's wrong with you, boy? Let me get some of this. Some of the PB&J. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The Los Angeles Lakers. Let's talk about it. Last week, the Lakers, during the segment, undefeated. That week. Coming into this week, guess what? Undefeated. undefeated. We haven't lost. We haven't lost since what episode thirty one, I think thirty two or thirty thirty one or thirty two. The Lakers haven't lost. So let's get right into it, man. You know, every week I got people. Y'all, y'all just cover the Lakers. Y'all just cover the Lakers. We need more NBA talk. Okay, okay, cool. Now I gave y'all NBA stats last week. Me and Black kicked it on other NBA news last week. But guess what? You're not gonna do. You're not going to change our minds. We're opening up with the Lakers. Yeah. So let's get into it. All right, the Los Angeles Lakers took care of the Timberwolves, took care of the Magic, took care of the Heat, and took care of the Hawks last week. So, Black, what you thought about the Lakers last week? What you thought about their play? Um, and what's your takeaways last week uh, with the Lakers? Oh, uh, man. Hey, hey, ain't nothing changed about the Lakers to me. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do want to say this. I don't like what I'm seeing defensively. I really don't. Okay, why you say that? Um, I don't. I I just feel like that defense can be a lot better than what it is. Okay. I, and, and even uh, the head coach said, I, uh, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel said he was like, you know, I know we're winning games, but our defense is not where it needs to be at. Mm-hmm. They, they don't have the best defense. They're allowing teams to score the ball at a at a good number. They're 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 scoring, but we're outscoring them. So the okay. offense is 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 looking like a well oiled machine. So. Man, um, I'm excited, man. It's the Lakers, man. Like, what's mm-hmm. not to be excited about? I'm excited for LeBron James, for Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. You know, I, hey, man. Like, it's it's nothing you can say. Like, I'm I'm just excited. 
That heat, that game Friday night with the Heat, man, yes, that was a real one right there. Oh, yes, it that was. That was a real yes, one. Yes, it that was. That was highly sir. entertaining. And if the Heat was playing anybody else, they win that game. They and win that game. Even their first loss at home yeah, as well. If, yes, first loss at home. Like, those boys are playing out of their mind. Like, yep. and for the Lakers to, uh, to go down there and get a win, and even LeBron said it after the game, he was like, that was a tough one. Like we we mm-hmm. we had to we had to dig deep and get this one. They had to dig. They they finally had a game where they had to dig deep, mm-hmm. and the team wasn't backing down from them Friday night, and they pulled out the win. Man, I'm highly impressed, man. What what this uh this road trip, and hopefully they just can keep it going this week. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So just want to shout out the Lakers Empire on Twitter, Laker Nation on Twitter, NBA Twitter as well. I have a lot of fun interacting with you guys doing these Laker games. So I'm going to go back, man. Uh, the Timberwolves game was a total annihilation uh, Sunday, uh, last Sunday on the 8th. Uh, just a total annihilation. Anthony Davis and and and, and um, LeBron, they, they just did what they wanted to do. They just did what they wanted to do, okay? Uh, then they came down, down south to Orlando. Tough game. Held the Magic 87 points. Magic not one of the better teams, but they're still a top eight seed in the East, all right? So they gave the Lakers some competition. Uh, time change for the Lakers, but Lakers got it done. Shout out to Jared Dudley for being a good teammate. Uh, Dwight Howard got into a little scuffle out there uh, with some of the young Orlando players and Jared Dudley just jumped right in front of him, like ready to catch the bullet for him. You know, I, I just love to see that. You know, Jared good Dudley energy. a ride on my boy. Yes, sir. Shout out yeah. to, to Duds, as they call it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And, and then, like Black said, uh, that, that Miami game, man, I rushed home from work. I rushed. I hated that it was a 7 o'clock tip-off. So I only really caught the fourth quarter, like that last half of the fourth quarter. And you want to talk about Two teams just trading shots. I mean, both these are really good teams. Mm-hmm. The Heat, man, shout out to Fred for picking the Heat for being a surprise yeah. team. Black hat to remind me. <laughs> but, and oh yeah, Fred, don't be on Twitter talking about, you know, the sports disc probably ain't giving me my credit for picking the Heat to be one surprise team. Well, if you would listen <laughs> to us, Fred, Black reminded us all that you did. But anyway, uh, Jimmy Butler, I love that guy, man. He was doing everything in his power not to lose. He was. Everything in his power, Tyler Hero. Man, uh, them got they got some shooters over there, man. Bro. They got some shoot. Like bro. everybody. This I kid see Bam. What Jimmy, what's this kid? Bam at Biombo. Be, oh yeah. He a problem. He's a problem. He's a problem. And I was so pissed off. When the Lakers were just not putting a hand in his face and he just dropping threes in the fourth quarter. Just back to back. <laughs> boom, boom. I was like, yo, y'all not going to play no defense? <laughs> but that kid a baller, man. He, he, he's a baller, man. But overall, the Lakers got the win. Um, it was ugly, but it's a win. All right? So the Lakers are 23-3. and three after, Oh, my bad. We crushed the Hawks as well. Uh, I'm not really going to speak on that game. Uh, if you saw it, then you know. It was just absurd what took place. Hawks, um... I, I take that back. The Hawks got it close late in the fourth quarter because mm-hmm. the Lakers was cruising all game long. But I give those young kids credit. Trey Young, Cam Reddish, those yeah. guys came and they I got it close. I think that's what Frank Vogel was hot about, man. He was yeah, like, they let him back in. Yeah, they yeah. let him so, back in that game. So, man. I take you that back, Atlanta Hawks fans. I take it back. And I feel like you got to tighten it up because you <laughs> – Right. You go to Milwaukee Thursday night. Oh, my God. And that's going to be the realest thing all oh. season until Christmas Day. Oh, Christmas Day is in, like, <laughs> what, less than a week from Thursday. Exactly. Oh, my and Lord. And when I looked, I looked, I said, well, yeah, yeah. I said, I looked at the schedule. I said, oh, they on their East Coast swing here. 
So and I looked and I said, man, when I seen that Milwaukee game, my eyes got big. Oh my God. I buddy. said, I think we finna see a good oh my brand God. of NBA basketball on Thursday night. Oh my God. It's gonna be some things. What'd you say, my boy? It's gonna be some things. Things, man. That happened in that game on Thursday night. Things, and I'm man. excited about that one. Things, man. <laughs> Look. Coming into this week for the Lakers, we got the Nuggets at home. Excuse me, sorry. We got the Pacers. We go to uh, Indiana on Tuesday night. Then we swing it to Milwaukee on Thursday night. Thank God we're not on the back-to-back playing the Bucks. 8 o'clock, TNT. I think the NBA world, the basketball world, will be locked in on this game, okay? And then after that, we uh we got the Buck, we got the Nuggets on Sunday, and then we get a little break. We don't play Monday. We don't play Tuesday. Christmas Day is Wednesday. We will get into that because we're going to have another show uh, before Christmas Day. We will get into the Clippers. But I do want to sit with this Bucks game for one second before we transition to the rest of the league. Black, I think what we getting ready to see early on in the league, early on in the season, this is an early season matchup because everybody says the NBA season doesn't start until after Christmas Day. Till Christmas Day. But Black, what the Bucks did to the Clippers with PG and Kawhi on the floor about two weeks ago, almost beating these guys by 40, the Lakers know. They're going into this Lions den with Giannis and the Lopez brothers and Chris Middleton. And I think Bledsoe got hurt, so Bledsoe might not be available for really? this game. I think Bledsoe oh, hurt his man. ankle. He could be out for a little bit, but we'll see. But still, they got Giannis. Black, we're going to see for sure. We're going to really, really see for sure. This is the perfect tune-up game before the Clippers. It is. Perfect. It is. On the road against the best team in the East. These guys right now currently on a 16-game winning streak. 17. 17-game winning streak. They haven't lost all month. They, they haven't lost since, I think, the second half of November. It's going to be rowdy in there. You know when the Lakers come to town to get rowdy. Oh, yeah. So, I'm excited to see this test. Win or lose, I want to see where we at. Kuzma is scheduled to get back in there and get going. We need to see more from Kuzma. But this is the game I got circled on my calendar, Listen, I don't care what you say about uh, beginning of the season, after Christmas, the season starts, the season don't start after All-Star break. This is a big game. Yes, sir. This is the best, two best teams in the NBA right currently, now. Currently, yeah. Currently, the way they're sitting, they both have the same records. Yep. They're the best teams in the NBA. Yes, sir. Yes, And we finna get a good showdown on Thursday night. I'm locked in. I don't care what's going on. Thursday night football, no, none of that. No, no, no. Thursday no. that. No, Thursday no, no, night. No, no, none no, of no, that. No, no, no. I'll, I'm We're locked good. in. We're good. Twitter, we gonna be live oh, all yeah. the whole game. Oh like, my god! Oh this my is god. a big. I don't care what you say. This is a big deal. I'm excited. Hopefully, my Lakers can go in there and be triumphant. I'm excited on Thursday night. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, yes. So, okay, okay, okay. We were gonna keep on going, but you know, we gave you breaking news earlier, so we're gonna give you breaking news again. <laughs> Yes, sir. So, Drew Brees has now officially broken Peyton Manning's all-time touchdown throwing record. 540 touchdowns. He's done in the third quarter. Put the Saints up 26 to nothing over the Colts. So, Brees has finally broken the record after they took it away from him in the first quarter. Beautiful moment. Love witnessing history here uh, on the sports desk. 
uh, congratulations to Drew Brees and all of his teammates uh, for breaking that record. So Drew Brees is now your all-time uh, touchdown thrower. Shout out Drew Brees. Shout out Drew Brees. All right, so we're going to swing back, swing back, swing back uh, to the National Basketball Association. So Black, they had a they the the, the we, we had something that went down that we need to talk about uh, in Toronto. Okay, uh, the fun guy made his return to Toronto to get his ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kawhi Leonard made his return uh, to Toronto. He received his championship ring. And, uh, you know, I was watching a lot of the pregame before the game happened. And uh, I was just hearing a lot of, you know. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. So the, 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 the Raptors showed love. They showed love to Kawhi Leonard, which they should have done. And... I just want to visit that moment, man. You know, a lot of times in sports, black, we see team, we see players go visit their teams, the teams that they left, and it's just a trap. I mean, it's just a boo fest. I mean, people are ticked off. But I don't think I've never really seen a player return back to his former team, even though he was there one year, one championship there, of course. And the love that he was getting was insane. I yes, mean, it, was. it looked like Kawhi was getting a little emotional, man. It like he was getting a little bit emotional. I don't think he expected it to be like that. I don't think he did either. And, and, and they put, kept putting the camera the camera on Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers was like, he looked shocked that the rap. I mean, no one was booing. They had the entire team on the floor. Ka- Kawhi was out there. Uh, uh, Kyle Larry came and gave him his championship ring. Um, it was a great moment in sports. Um, I don't dislike Kawhi Leonard just because he's on the Clippers, but he is my he is my adversary at the moment. So that's why he don't get that much love from me as we speak. But let's not get it twisted. Utmost respect. He's one of the greatest players in this game. What he did with Toronto last year, no matter what you say, oh, the Warriors were hurt, KD was out, Clay got hurt. Okay, all that. They won the chip. When you look in history, 10, 20, 30 years from now, and you look up who won the NBA title in 2018-2019 season, it's going to say the Toronto Raptors, Kawhi Leonard Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. So they were Raptors, uh, they lost the game. Kawhi came in there, uh, had a decent game. Uh, he played 32 minutes, got 23 points. They took care of Bennett's 112 to 92. But uh, just want to kind of stop by and show Kawhi some love. It was a great scene in Toronto. And they need to put a trophy, they need to put a, a statue out there. Yeah. Yeah, they need to put I one agree. out there. They need I to put agree. one out there. Because you wouldn't have that championship without him. You wouldn't been to the finals without him. <laughs> let, 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 let's let's keep it all the way real. And then that's making you know the GMs look like a genius for going to make the moves they made to get Kawhi. Man, you know? so, uh, Samari Jury, yeah, yeah, he yeah, really good man. But hey, look, let's go back to uh, I think PG and Kawhi. They 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 did some harm to a team uh, this past week, man, and they did something that uh, we don't really see that much. Uh, in the NBA, I think they the, these bo- both of these players put up forty pieces. Um, let me get these stats for you guys real quick. I think it was against was it this week that they did that? I think it, it was, was last week. It was last week they put forty yeah. pieces up. They okay, I'm tripping. Pieces. I think Paul George had forty six and Kawhi had forty combined eighty eight points. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That mm-hmm. was last week against the Timberwolves. That that was right. So that was last Friday night that they did that. Yeah, but. after the Lakers, you know, put on the. Good show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I said all that to say, um, the Clippers and the Lakers are the first and the second seed, respectively, in the Western Conference. One and two. 
and we're getting some separation from these other teams. Now, you got the Dallas Mavericks at three with 17 wins. Tied with the Nuggets, got 17 wins. The Rockets got 17 wins. The Lakers, 24 wins. Clippers, 20 wins. Then the Jazz, 15 wins. The Kings, 12 wins. And then the Thunder got 11 wins. Those are your top eight teams in the Western Conference. But um, we will talk more about Clippers and Lakers as we lead up to Christmas Day. But we just want to kind of whet your appetite. Both teams are right now. They're one and they're two right now in the Western Conference. Let's switch over to the East, man. You got the Bucks, man. Black, we was wrong. They won 18 straight. Oh, it's 18 straight. They won 18 straight, Black. They threatening that record. You know the all-time record for most consecutive wins in the NBA is 24. Wow. It's 24, I believe. So they're they're kind of zoning in on that record, man. We'll see. I yeah, mean, the, the uh... Heat got close to it a few years ago. They won 22 straight. Yeah. Uh, so they got they got the the, the, the second uh, longest winning streak. Uh, you got the Heat at 19 and 7, sitting at 2, followed by the Sixers at 20 and 8, Celtics 17 and 7, Raptors, Pacers, and Nets, and the Magic follow up your top eight. Uh, so they say the NBA season doesn't start uh till Christmas Day. And ladies and gentlemen, we are less than a week away almost from Christmas Day. And uh, you're gonna get a lot more coverage uh from the sports desk. Uh, but before we leave uh the NBA. I know we talk about it all the time. Every time James Harden get out here, man, and drop a 50-piece, a 50-piece, a 40-piece, a 60-piece. I mean, Black, this dude out here looking unstoppable once again. I know we done <laughs> talked about it already. I know we done said, hey, what he going to do in the playoffs. But, Black, this, this is impressive, man. Every time my phone go off, bro, Harden 50. Harden 50. I'm like, dog, what? Is anybody capable? I don't think so. Is anybody capable at least holding him to 30? I don't think so. Black, it's cr- this dude is a real video. He like the, uh, like I'm getting tired of seeing it come up on my phone. Actually, <laughs> like it's like every other day is happening or something like that. You seem like you get an alert for a 50 piece being dropped, and it's always James Harden. Black, this dude is going <laughs> berserk out here, man. So I'd be remiss if we didn't mention James Harden, like for what he's doing. I mean, he's doing it again, man. He's making us. He's making it look like man. James Harden should have been the MVP last year too over Giannis. I had Harden over Giannis for MVP last year. I, I personally did, but I got why Giannis got it. Mm-hmm. I got why he got it. But man, come, bro, this scoring, bro, this man averaging like thirty eight. He that's he the number one score in thirty eight, bro. Like Mike wasn't doing that. Mike was at thirty six. No. Yeah, I ain't saying he might, so don't shoot at me now when y'all hear this episode. Oh, but I, you you, you, you feel what I'm saying? You feel he what just, I'm saying? He's scoring that wheel, man. Like, he's he like, he I'm not going to be denied. I'm going to do what I want to do. He's doing what he want to do, either man. Y'all going to stop. Y'all, it's either what's going to happen. I'm going to score, or either y'all going to send me to this. Y'all going to file me or send me to this line. And, and I'm going to hit all those. And I'm going to hit all of them. I'm going to hit all those, man. So shout out to James Hart, man, for just going berserk. All right, man. So that's going to wrap wrap up the National Basketball Association. Uh, hopefully, we gave you a little bit more than the Lakers talk. But if we didn't, oh, well. All right. So we're going to transition into college football. All right. We had our we had the annual Heisman Trophy presentation uh, this past Saturday night and we got a winner. We got a unanimous winner. uh, In fact, a quarterback out of LSU, Joe Burrow, uh, won the Heisman and um, black. Did they get it right? And what did you think about Burrow's speech? And what did you think about um just the moment when Burrow received the Heisman Trophy. Uh, not a surprise. Not right. a surprise. Right. Um, I think a lot of people, including me, knew it was going to be unanimous. Uh-huh. You know, um, it's well deserved. Uh, look yeah. at his resume this year, and 
five five top ten teams that he that he's beaten this year. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, set records for SEC. It's broke SEC records. Set uh, LSU passing records. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a shock, man. That that kid's been playing out of his mind. This Unbelievable. Year. Unbelievable. All year long. Well deserved. Uh, his speech. I was. His speech was really good. He had yep. a great speech. Mm-hmm. You know, coming his his story, like coming from, you know, being an Ohio kid, going to Ohio State, mm-hmm. um, and not working out there, and then you know, LSU taking a taking a chance on him. It's it's, it's just great, and yeah. they gave this kid the rings and believed in him. Yeah, and you could tell it's some real it's some real emotion and. Some stuff that with him and uh, I can't Coach O, Coach O, like Ed Orgeron, Coach 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 O knew what he was getting in this kid, and nobody else saw it. No, nope. you know, or nope. like Urban Meyer didn't want to give him a chance, you know. But I'm happy, man. I'm happy for him. Uh, the two years that he was at LSU, they pro- they progressed. The first his first year wasn't too hot, but they progressed big time, big leap. His, his second year, a big leap. So yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm excited for the kid. Uh, hopefully, they can keep it going to the playoff. Yeah, uh, like Black said, no surprise. Uh, unanimous win. Uh, hell of a season from Burrow. Hell of a season from the Tigers. I mean, if they can win the title. We're going to revisit is LSU one of the greatest teams of all time due to their resume. But back to his Heisman win, just some numbers real quick on Burrow that I didn't realize. Uh, Joe Burrow completed 342 of his 439 passes, a 78% stat. That's unreal. I'm going to have to do my research to see, you know, what other college quarterbacks – you know, had high percent of like that's crazy. He threw for forty seven hundred and fifteen yards and forty eight touchdowns to only six interceptions, only six picks. I mean, this dude was just playing out of his mind, man. And you know, he uh, as far as the Heisman Trophy uh, uh, unanimous win, like I mean, he's only the second player ever to win this award. Uh, for his, for his school for LSU, the first one was halfback Billy Cannon in 1959. So that got, that goes to show you how special this kid is. LSU they don't win Heisman's, they don't win them. They mm-hmm. they got they get a couple of people who you can consider. I mean like Leonard Fournette, they only had one. Leonard Fournette, and Tyrone Matthew got invited. Yeah, that's it. But they only had one winner. Yeah, and he's the second. Yes, you know. So shout out to Joe Burrow, man. I mean he just had a hell of a year. We'll see what happens. Um. When he when we get to the college football playoff, and I'm excited. And as far as his speech goes, I, I was touched, Black. I was touched by his speech. Just um, I love to see kids show the raw emotion of those who helped them along the way, because kids are tricky. We've been kids once, of course, before. If somebody's able to grab a hold of you and 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 make an impact on your life, when you get the opportunity to express that to them, it's always emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, because somebody came in and they helped change your life. And like you said, no one gave this this kid a shot. He was at Ohio State. They didn't want him. He moved down to LSU, didn't have the first uh, a good first season down there. Coach O stuck with him. He stuck with him. They changed the offense. They said, man, this kid can do what we want to do on the offense. And that's what happened. And they had a hell of a year, a spectacular year. I'm happy for him. He deserves it. No question about it that he should be the house winner. So tip of the cap to Joe Burrow for being the 2019 Heisman Trophy winner.
All right, so uh, let's get into it, man. Uh, the All-American first team uh, winners came out today for college football, so we're going to name a couple names here. Of course, first team unanimous selection, quarterback Joe Burrow out of LSU. First team running backs, Chubba Hubbard out of Oklahoma State, followed by Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin. Uh, wide receivers, uh, Jamar Chase out of LSU, CeeDee Lamb out of Oklahoma. Tight ends, Harrison Bryant out of Florida Atlantic. First team, uh, All-American. Big money in the draft, baby. That's all that means. Offensive tackles, uh, Penny Swell out of Oregon. Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. Guards, Wyatt Davis out of Ohio State. Kevin Dotson out of Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Center, Tata Badiaz out of Wisconsin. Uh, Defensive end, no-brainer, Chase Young, Ohio State. And James Lynch out of Baylor. First team, oh, All-American. Uh, defensive tackle, Derrick Brown out of Auburn. No shock there. And Javon Kinlaw out of South Carolina. First team defensive tackles. Linebackers, Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. Evan Weaver out of Cal. Uh, Micah Parsons out of Penn State are your first team linebackers. Defensive back, cornerback, Derrick Stingley out of LSU, a third Tiger. Jeff Okunda the number one consensus uh, DB in college football out of Ohio State uh, wraps up your corner safeties. Antoine Whitfield Jr. out of Minnesota. Uh, shout out to him, man. And J.R. Reed out of Georgia uh, wraps up your skill position and your defensive stars for your first team All-Americans, man. So shout out to those kids. I mean, you're the best of the best out of college football. Got a real range of a uh, little bit of some from some of every from mm-hmm. some every, some from some of everywhere yep. in college football. Shout out to those kids from FAU, Louisiana mm-hmm. Lafayette. Yep. Shout out to those guys too who don't get a lot of limelight. Mm-hmm. You know where they are. Yeah, man. So you know that mean <laughs> that mean they gonna be getting that paper. You know when they go to the league, you out here first team All American. Um, and college football. So uh, that's going to wrap up our college football for this week. Not too much there. We're getting ready for the bowl season. Uh, bowl games kick off uh, this Saturday, I believe, the 21st. The bowl season uh, kicks off. All right, so now we're going to transition into the WWE. We're back again. All right, we are back again uh, for one of me and Black's favorite characters, man. We have our, let's get into our Fiend update. Uh, but we're going to start with TLC was last night, this past Sunday on the WWE Network. Uh, we're going to start right there. We're going to start with, not the Fiend uh, this go around. Kind of interesting. Uh, the character, alter ego of the Fiend, Bray Wyatt. Defeated the Miz uh, by pinfall last night in a, in, a, in a decent, entertaining match. Definitely uh, had some uh, some fun moments in that match uh, with Bray Wyatt. But Black, um, I just want to kind of get your feeling on Bray Wyatt and his performance. We didn't get no fiend, so it was a non-title match versus the Miz. We got Bray Wyatt. So what you thought about seeing that? 
Um, I didn't get to see the match. Okay. I seen highlights. Okay. I'm gonna have to go back and watch that tonight. Actually. Okay. Um, but the highlights that I seen, I was shocked because mm-hmm. I thought we just gonna have have the fiend, but it seems like they playing this two two type of role thing. I yeah, guess with. Yeah. With his characters in, uh-huh. it's cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. You get you get regular Bray Wyatt, and then I guess some stuff gonna get real sticky. You know, we get the fiend. You know, so yeah. man, I uh, I was excited, man. I think I thought it was, I thought it was an okay match from the highlights that yeah. I seen. Yeah. You know, but um, I'm I'm interested to see what they you know continue to do with with uh, Bray Wyatt slash the fiend. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna say from now on, because since they didn't introduce Bray Wyatt too, so, right. Man, so uh yeah man um it was it was a cool match from the highlights that I seen uh-huh. uh I was kind of shocked uh with with uh I thought they would have made it a, a triple threat match with Daniel Bryan with Daniel Bryan but they didn't but you know Daniel Bryan made his presence felt he did you know uh he didn't change his look you know so yeah, yeah. so we'll see man what happened I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen with uh moving forward yeah um I loved it. I, I love the angle of Bray Wyatt. Uh, I, of course, I wanted to see the Fiend, uh, but I loved it, man. I mean, just the way he handled himself in that match, and just this guy is just really good, man. For him to just switch, you know, back and forth between characters in this match was crazy. Like, I was just really amazed uh, uh, by him. Uh, shout out to the Miz, you know, he, he put up a, a decent match uh, against him as well. But it's let's keep it real; it's all about Bray Wyatt's movement right now. And I was impressed. I liked to see the Bray Wyatt. It was funny when he came to the ring. Uh, it, it was just, you know, he had that big crazy hammer that he got sitting up on the ring. He, he made me laugh during the match. He was just doing off-the-wall stuff, off-the-wall stuff during the match, teasing that The Fiend was with him in spirit by showing a video of The Fiend like he's watching the match uh, on the Titan Tron. So it was really dope to see. And like you said, you know, I didn't really know where it was going because he has a few with a live few with Daniel Bryan right now. And last time we saw Daniel Bryan, the fiend was ripping out his hair from underneath the ring, just straightening his hair up underneath the ring. And uh, Daniel Bryan kind of went away. Then they made this match against uh, the Miz. I was like, okay, what's going on? I see what they got going on. We're transitioning. It's almost WrestleMania season. Um, they have they wanted to build some more steam with this rivalry. We got the Royal Rumble coming up in January, so we're going to finally get that match between The Fiend and Daniel Bryan at Royal Rumble. But Daniel Bryan went back to day one. Daniel Bryan cut all his hair off, got the baby face look, got the, the short hair, and got the yes movement going. So it was really dope. Probably the highlight of the pay per view. Um, it was really good to see. So, um, overall, you know, good night, you know, with my man, uh, Bray Wyatt and the fiend and all that. So we'll see what happens after that, uh, coming up, uh, with the, with the fiend. So just to cover a couple of more matches, uh, that took place, uh, last night at TLC, we have Bobby Lashley, uh, boring Bobby Lashley, uh, (laughs) defeated Rusev in a tables match. Uh, the storyline is pretty cool. Uh, Rusev's wife, Lana, is with Bobby Lashley and they playing the whole jealousy thing and all that and they find her trash, bro. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it, you know, it, it, it's a snoozer. It's a it, snoozer. It's a snoozer. Yeah, but Bobby Lashley defeated him, put Rusev through a chair, and and won the match. Um, King Corbin defeated Roman Reigns with the help of the whole damn locker room. What do they got going on with him and Roman? This is I don't. They're know. trying to build Corbin. They're trying to build him. They're trying to build him as a super villain. I see what they're trying to do. I see what they're doing with him. Like they Drew Brees with another touchdown pass. That's touchdown number four, five tonight. 
Uh, looks like my God. I mean, this dude is—they just raking the uh Colts thirty-three to nothing. But anyway, uh, King Corbin—they just trying to build him up. That's all they trying to do. He got some help from the locker room, defeated Roman Reigns, put Roman Reigns through a table last night, and won the match. And I see what they doing. What they doing with Reigns too. And we're going to get into some news that came out about Roman Reigns' potential matchup at WrestleMania. All right, we'll talk about that there in a second. All right, what else we had going on at TLC? Uh, we had the New Day uh, retain the SmackDown uh, tag titles, defeating the Revival in the tables, ladders, and chairs match. Uh, pretty entertaining. Anytime you get a New Day in the ring, they're one of my favorites just to watch. They're highly entertaining. Um, uh, they're highly entertaining in the ring. And last but not least, kind of a shocker for me, you had the Kabuki Warriors uh, defeat Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair for the women's tag team championships. I thought it was gonna put the belts on Becky and Charlotte last night, yeah. but they didn't. Do you? Do they you didn't. F- I feel. Do you feel like Becky's pop is going away a little bit? I do. Like, I do. You think they kind of reaching for stuff stuff for her to do? It just it just don't seem. I think like I, it was like WrestleMania and a little after WrestleMania. It just seemed like it's mm-hmm. telling down a little bit. I don't like it because I'm a big. Becky guy, I like Becky. I'm yeah, a fan. Right. You know, um, seems like it should be a lot more. Where you know, not her, but Charlotte. She's not as hot as she was. Like I don't, I don't know what they're doing. And that was your two biggest, you know, women uh, WD, WWE wrestlers. So yeah, I'm thinking they should be doing a lot more with them. I just, I just don't like the push that they're getting right now. I kind, I kind of think Becky is definitely still super duper popular. Of course she is, but. I think the height that Becky had, man, like, bro, you you don't really get that like that. You don't you don't get you don't get that type of energy from a character too often. And she was the number one attraction last year, going all the way. Well, this year, all this year, excuse me, we're still in 2019. But you're right. I think they kind of reaching, putting up with Charlotte, going for the tag titles. I thought they was gonna win the belts. I thought they was, but they they didn't. I was glad that they didn't. Mm-hmm. I was glad. So I don't know. There's rumors of Ronda Rousey potentially returning at the Royal Rumble. Oh, wow. And we may get that one-on-one matchup with Becky and Ronda, which we didn't get. We got the triple, th- triple threat with Charlotte. Charlotte deserved to be in that match because, in my opinion, she's the best pound-for-pound pound wrestler, period, in wrestling right now. So she deserved to headline at WrestleMania as well. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see what they're going to do uh, with Becky Lynch. She's kind of getting stale. I'm glad they kind of got – I'm glad that they removed the Seth Rollins storyline with her. Yeah, get that, that was, out of here. That was dried up. Get man. that out of here. That was get dried that out of here. Up. Uh, but besides that, you know, we'll see what happens. So before we get away from WWE, so the rumor mill has started. It's that time of year, and they're throwing out potential WrestleMania matches. Now I'm not going to give away all of the potential rumors right now because me and Black got to save and have something to talk about. But Roman Reigns' potential opponent is circulating, man, and they're basically saying. <laughs> What the rock is cooking. Yeah. Just in case, just in case y'all didn't hear what I said. I said the potential opponent for Roman Reigns is. Have you smell uh-huh. what the rock yeah. is cooking. So black. It's buzzing, man. It's buzzing, black. We could get a potential the rock. Versus Roman Reigns, not only to happen at WrestleMania, but to headline WrestleMania in Tampa this year. That's the rumor mill. Bleacher Report's reporting it. 
TMZ Sports is reporting it. Uh, uh, all of the WWE sites are out there. All of the wrestling sites are saying, yeah, man, this thing is gaining steam. Uh, this is the one match that The Rock and Roman Reigns, you know, really want. They want to do this storyline. They want to do this feud against one another. If y'all don't know, Roman Reigns and The Rocks are blood cousins. They are blood cousins. Um, Roman Reigns and, and is like the fourth generational talent out of their family. Um, along with the Usos and Rakishi, they come from a large family, and yeah. their family wants this. The Rock's dad wants this. Rakishi wants this. Who is the Usos' father, and who is uh, 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 Roman Reigns' is an uncle? Um, so they they want this match, and I want it too. I want it too. I would love to see The Rock one more time. We know The Rock's in shape. We know he can get out there and do it. And if it happens, it's going to be happening soon. It's WrestleMania season as soon as the Royal Rumble is here. And the Royal Rumble is January 26th, I believe. So we'll see. So, Black, what you I think about it, man? What you think? I wonder what that storyline going to be about, man. I'm sitting here really thinking about it. Like, yeah. what can they do with that storyline if, you know, if, if if that is the way that they go? Uh-huh. Like, I think it would be amazing and awesome, man. Like, two blood cousins getting in a few, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just ready to see the storyline Like yeah. what they're going to do with it They gotta But they gotta hit it Like they gotta get it right They gotta you know hit it out of the park They can't nothing be dry about mm-hmm. this It can't They gotta hit it out of the park Yeah Like you know I would You know Rock's one of my favorites You know For I would sure. love to see A the legend Rock. I would love to see the Rock again Headline another Wrestlemania Which he's headlined uh, A few Oh yeah, 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 yeah But you know him, him and Roman Reigns one on one. It'd be amazing. I hope we get it. So we'll see. Uh, we're almost here at WrestleMania season, and of course, if we get the if we get it going on, on on in WWE with these two guys, of course, we will definitely definitely be reporting it here on the Sports Desk. All right, so we're almost getting out of here, but we're going to stop by high school uh, basketball um, here in Duval County, here in the city. Uh, but before Black get going, I just want to show some love to man to Bronny James, man. I got, I got to man Sierra Canyon, <laughs> Bronny James. It was it was just 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 a cool moment, man, for him to be taking on him and Sierra Canyon taking on LeBron James alma mater, St. Vincent St. Mary's, LeBron and Savannah, and the whole St. Mary St. Vincent's uh team, especially the ones for more than a game. The documentary LeBron yeah. James in high school flew out. They all flew out to the game. And watch Bronny play, and, and Bronny did well. Fifteen points, scored the game, ended up being the game-winning bucket with fifty seconds left. He got a layup uh, to seal the win, and he was a turning MVP. Apparently, it was a tournament there that weekend, mm-hmm. and he was the MVP of that tournament, man. So uh, I just thought it was cool, man. LeBron, I, I just love seeing the guy, you know, support his son and just be there. We know he's the biggest sports athlete in the world, you know, and, and just to see that, just it was just a cool moment. So I just want to kind of mention that since we're talking a little high school. Yeah, man, man it was it, it was a good moment, man. Good moment to see that because LeBron had been saying, if y'all haven't seen, you know, post-game interviews, mm-hmm. he had been saying, man, he hates that he missed his son's games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, after you heard that, you heard next report was he chartered a flight. Yep. To be to be there to that game on that day off. Yep. And, 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 and it's always good to see parents there for their kids cheering them on. Yep. You know, he, he probably could have a million things to do, but he made sure he was there for his son, and I know that's a big deal. Hey, I tell you what, man, did you see Savannah? How she was oh, hooping and hollering at bro. That jump was so thing just like LeBron. Bro, like just full steam ahead. I, I loved it. it. It was dope to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It all was. right, so we're gonna get into it, Black. What you got for us going around the city, man? Yeah, first of all, man, we're gonna get into some uh high school basketball, but first we want to give a shout out to 
uh, the Bulls Bulldogs. They came up a little short uh, yeah. in in uh, state championship. They took an L, man. They lost to Booker T. Washington, mm-hmm. twenty five to twenty one. But still, shout out to uh, Bulls uh, on their football season on having a great year. Came yes, up a sir. little, came up short, yep. but it's cool. So we didn't get no state titles here in the city this year. But it's all well and good. We had a good run. Hopefully, yeah. we'll be back. You know. On football time and uh, redeeming some of these, you know, state championships like we were uh, two uh, a year or two ago. Yeah, shout out the Bulls, man. Yeah, and then um, we had a good, we had a uh, a pretty good tournament that happened last week, and um, and high school basketball. Okay. Um, I don't know if too many people, you know, paid attention to it, but uh, we had we had the um, we had the Fortega. Fortega, for, I'm probably butchering whatever it is. Uh, the Fort, the Fortega Invitational High School Basketball Invitational here in Jacksonville, Florida, uh-huh. at Episcopal High School. Uh, the teams that were in the tournament were Episcopal, uh, Providence, Fletcher, uh, Mandarin, Episcopal, Episcopal, Ponte Vedra, and West Nassau. Okay, and West um, Nasty. we got some, we got some good games, and we also. We also had the two top players in the city in this tournament, and Mister and Mister uh, Dellen Coleman from West Nassau. Okay. If in, if anyone doesn't know <laughs> him, uh, ESPN has him ranked as the as the twenty fourth best player mm. in the nation. Okay. In, wow. In, in, in their thing, and, and Rivals has him ranked thirtieth, and twenty four seven. 20, rival, 24-7 Rivals has some rank like 31 and 32. Okay. But, you know, okay. we all listen to ESPN, and, you know, that's a big deal. To be oh, yeah, ranked yeah. that high. That ESPN and, 150, uh, yeah. man, the guy's a killer, man. He, uh, he, I just want to give him a shout-out. He And he's, might, might as well go ahead and say it, he's our spotlight player for the week. Okay. He averaged 26 points, six boards, and uh, eight rebounds in this tournament. Uh, just want to give him a shout out, man, and he's doing some good things. I want to go see the kid badly. Yes. I haven't been able to get out and see him yet, but him and Isaiah Adams went at it in this tournament, and man, I heard they put on a show. Man, they so, they, they, so they, West Nassau played Paxson. Yes, and I oh, heard they put man. on the show. Uh, Tragedy, uh, we missed. They that. both had over twenty five in this game, so uh-huh. uh, I heard we missed a good one. I hate that we I had to miss it. The game was it was kind of late. It didn't start till like eight o'clock, eight eight thirty. Okay, but um. Yeah, man. They said that was it wasn't even the championship game, and they said they had the best game of the tournament. So, okay. yeah, man, I'm excited. But we're gonna get into uh, some of the scores from the tournament. Uh, in the first round, you had West Nass- West Nassau beat Fletcher seventy one fifty seven. Game two, you had Providence uh, uh, get a win over First Coast fifty nine to twenty one. Game three, you had Episcopal get a win over Mandarin sixty seven to fifty seven, and you had Paxson get a win over Ponte Vedra. 53 to 46. And we had the second round. The second round, game five, we had Pondavitra get a win over over Fletcher, 50 to 48. And you had First Coast uh, get a win over Mandarin, 62 to 57. And West Nassau beat Paxson in a highly matched up of the best two players here in our city. And West Nassau got the win, 66 to 53. Okay. And then in, in game eight uh, of the second round, we had Pondavitra get a win over Episcopal. 60 to 59, which set up the championship between Providence and West Nassau, and Providence pulled it out 50 
to 50 to 41 against West Nassau to win the tournament. So they won the whole thing. They Providence. won the whole thing. Uh, back-to-back championships in the tournament. This is the second year for the tournament. Uh, actually, this tournament is a big deal here now This in the second year. They broadcast this live on 1010. Okay. Um, through the whole tournament, That's dope. I, I was I, I was I was shocked because when I cut on the radio, I was like, "Oh, they got they got this on the radio live, and That's they dope. were broadcasting these games on the radio, and the radio shows were going live at these games. That's so dope. Uh, it was it was it was really dope to see, and they had alums like uh, Pat Young and ex players mm-hmm. here from the city yeah. at this tournament. You know, talking about what they're doing now. It was it was yeah. it was really dope to see. Um, to see all this go on at this tournament, so you know we're going to keep keep we're going to keep a close eye on uh, what these guys doing. Me and D are going to get out here and get to some of these, see some of these guys. No doubt. Hopefully, we can get it get into some of these games this this mm-hmm. week this week maybe Friday either Saturday because I think it's some games through the weekend. Okay. So hopefully we can get out, man. We definitely got to go see these two top guys in the city. Like I want to put my eyes on them so yeah. we can talk about them a little more on the show. But, you know, we have a lot of talent here in the city. We have some teams that's struggling. You know, uh, Reigns is not doing too well this year. Mm. They haven't won a game yet. They're starting off the season 0-6. Oh, man. So, it's 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 a shocker. And you have Jackson sitting at 3-0. and And then, you know, I know we, we got another episode before Christmas. So, you know, uh, we have the Christmas tournament coming up that's yes, going to be hosted by Jackson uh, Christmas weekend. So. Okay. Everyone, y'all might want to look out for that if you know, you know something you want to do that's coming up too as well next Christmas weekend. So, yeah, man, just a lot of excitement. Big tournament that was won by Providence. We're going to keep a close eye on these kids. We're going to keep yep. giving y'all spotlight players of the week uh, when, when we talk about the scores and s- some of the basketball games uh, of the week. Okay. Yeah, man. Shout out Black, man, for dropping all that info on us, man, for Everything that's going on in the city, you know, with this high school basketball. And again, shout out the Bulls. So, yeah. And shout out all the teams, man. Reigns, Reball, Jackson, Ed White, Lee, Fletcher, Mandarin, uh, Terry Parker, everybody, man. You know, like Black said, hopefully we get a chance to get out there uh, this weekend and catch some more games, man. Because, you know, we love the game and we love to see these kids play. All right. So, uh, before we get up out of here, of course, man, we're going to get into our uh, other news and our uh, – uh, things to watch for. Shout out Fred, man, for the for the producing this beautiful instrumental. All right, so reduce lunch fantasy league. We are in the semifinals, man, and uh, look like we got a championship game that is set up uh, for next week. Um, let's let's see, man, who we got? Who we got playing for the title next week? All right, so we got my man Charles Charles Evans. A team has no name. He defeated the number one overall seed. Jamal's team went down 100 to 81, man. Wow. So Charles, the fifth seed in the playoff, will be advancing uh, to the championship round. And also, man, Sherwood Seminoles took care of my pops, man. The number three seed, Sherwood Seminoles defeated Dedrick's team 114 to 92. And that's going to set up the reduced lunch championship game next Sunday, man. A team has no name versus the Sherwood Seminoles for the crown of the Reduced Lunch Fantasy League Championship. And again, the winner of this tournament will receive a uh, championship belt from the crew, man, and um, it'll be well-deserved uh, whoever wins uh, this game. All right, so into some other news before we get up out of here, man. All right, we got a report that the Jaguars are going to have massive changes 
Massive changes. I was so happy to see that. Massive changes are coming for the Jaguars as soon as the whistle for the last play in week 17. All right. Uh, more news. Uh, Terrell Suggs got released from the Arizona Cardinals. He got picked up by the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Okay. Now he's on a playoff team and uh, get a chance to get him another Super Bowl ring this year. Also, big pickup. The Saints picked up all pro defensive back Janoris Jenkins. Wow. The Giants cut Janoris Jenkins earlier in the week. He had like a tiff. Uh, with a fan or, or something like that, and uh, they cut him because they wanted him to apologize publicly, and he said he wasn't going to do that. So now he is a new Orleans Saints, man. Hell of a pickup for those guys, all right? Uh, who else we got? Uh, we got, man, Josh Gordon. Once again, that's sad. Suspended. Man. Substance abuse and PED use, man. So. Nah, he's how, done. Much, how much longer are we going to have to hear this about him, man? Like, he, he done. He done. He done. We'll never see him in the NFL again. And he just again. played Sunday. And had, had uh, some great catches and some great moments, sure man. Did. But all in all, we just hope he gets well mentally, physically, man. Get well, Josh. All right. Uh, Terrence Crawford, all right, uh, defeated Kovalowski by TKO in the ninth round. Now, Black, they say he got dropped in the third. Did he get dropped in the third, Terrence Crawford? He slipped, man. You sure? He slipped. Black going to be a little biased because that's he his dog. He, he, he slipped, <laughs> man. But, um... I just want to say this about this man. If no one knows about Terrence Crawford, I'm going to let you know. <laughs> this guy's amazing, man. Number one pound for pound in the world. Legit. More than This legit. guy that he just fought put up a hell of a fight. He actually, he actually took Terrence Crawford somewhere I hadn't seen him being. He challenged him. He, he challenged him. him. He and Terrence Crawford being the best in pound for pound number one fighter that he is... Came through and adjusted, man, and just put on a marvelous show. <laughs> like, if you're fans of this guy, yeah. like, you want to watch him fight, you don't want to miss it. Like, I would never miss him fight again. Like, right. never. Yeah. Like, man, it's, it's insane. I'm a big fan. This guy has it all, man. He has the total package. And it's rumors. It's rumors. And I see he did an interview with... Andre Ward, you know, and I know it's on ESPN, so y'all can go check it out. And Andre Ward said it's rumors that Floyd's coming back. He's going. To, it's a potential rumor that he could be fighting some boxers, some of these younger guys. Could Terrence Crawford be one of the guys? And they asked Terrence Crawford about it. He said he doesn't believe he's going to be one of those guys, which I does, which I don't blame for, because I wouldn't want to fight a Terrence Crawford. At my age, he don't need to. He doesn't. He don't need to. But need man, to. this guy. The fight that needs to be made. Yes. Terrence Crawford, Earl Spence Jr. And that fight so has need, that fight has to be yeah. made. So and we, that's what he wants. So we don't need. We don't need to talk about another fight. Yeah. You, I don't care who. I don't care about this guy who tested him. <laughs> Earl Spence Jr. Terrence Crawford. That's what but, we need. Hey, get it done. Top rank. Get it done. Get it done. All right. Uh, so moving along, man. Hey, Black. We're gonna be missing uh, Cam Makers, man. Cam Makers has foregone his senior season. And he is going to the NFL draft, and he will be skipping the bowl game. So shout out to Cam, shout out to man. Cam. Good luck, man. And well uh, we, deserved. Well we, deserved. We wishing man. the best for you, man, as you go to the NFL. Uh, a little bit more news: The Thunder said they will not be trading Chris Paul. They're going to hold on to him unless they get a blockbuster deal for him. They will hold on to Chris Paul. Uh, press for David Stern. He had, uh, former commissioner of the NBA. He had a brain hemorrhage and they have emergency brain surgery. So prayers up to David Stern. Um, you know we hope he's doing well and improving. And the Heat are trying to move on from troubled guard Deion Waiters. Wow. Deion Waiters played hooky the other day and went to Instagram and posted pictures on the boat with a chick. Told the Heat he was sick, 
but he was on a boat with a chick. Wow. All right, so the Heat are trying to get away from him. I think All the right? Heat need to make a run at Kevin Love, man. Like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be big. A good look, yeah, even though big. he already came out and said he wanted to be in Toronto. I mean, in Portland. Portland. But then but he, man. but then he came back and said, you know, he would entertain Boston and Miami. Okay. So, so okay. we'll see. All right, so that's gonna wrap up our other news. So some things to watch for. Uh, we got uh. Jamel Charlo and Tony Harrison 2 for the welterweight title. That'll be taking place this Saturday night, uh, PBC on Fox. Um, the first fight was back and forth, back and forth. Tony Harrison got decision. They feel Charlo got raw. So Charlo gets his uh, shot to regain his championship and uh, redeem that first loss, all right? Also, more NFL games, marquee games coming up, especially the Cowboys at Philly 425 on Fox. Uh, college football bowl games kick off this weekend. And, of course, big games in uh, the NBA, all right? So so that's pretty much all we got today, guys. Um, again, uh, we thank you for all your support. We thank you for everything, all the listens, all the feedback. Uh, we thank y'all. So, um, Y'all can catch us on our Instagram uh, at Reduced Lunch Sports. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Desert Hicks Jr., uh, both sites. And you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Black ENL3, Twitter and Instagram. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And um, again, like I said, thank you for all your support. And uh, last but not least, uh, before we before we get out of here, uh, Black got his mouth open like we got some. Uh, it's, um, I, I wouldn't say it's breaking news, but the win streak has ended. I see that. The Bucks have taken an L to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, the Mavericks ended the streak and Giannis had 48. Giannis had 48 and they lost. That must have been a hell of a game, sir. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to the Mavs. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll catch y'all later. This is, well, man, let's, let's play these drops, man. Play these drops so we get up out of here, man. Hold up, I'm tripping, bro. I'm tripping, man. I'm tripping, man. Yo, Kyrie, y'all, let them know, though. It's reduced lunch. It's reduced lunch. It's reduced lunch sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut up, young Kyrie. All right, man, so this has been episode 34. All right, I'm losing track because we're doing it every week now. I'm losing a little bit of track, man. Uh, but we're going to catch y'all next week, man. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. Let me in.